Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed co host for the last 13 years is with us today. You know, and Kathy and I have been doing this show and um, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. And as you know, we're focusing on a book that we're really excited about, Emotional Brilliance. And so a lot of this in this today's conversation and our other conversations is talking about emotions, what do top performers do to be in that uh, emotionally brilliant um, circle? How do they gear themselves up for top performance? How can we get better at understanding about our emotions and feelings? What's more, most challenging? And our goal is to help you expand, improve, and select just the right emotional intelligence competencies to strengthen and master the moment. And so before we go any further, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Relly. Uh, we are obviously very excited to be providing people with um, helpful information. Um, this is uh, one of those shows where we're going to uh, talk about gratitude, and um, hopefully what we'll be able to do is provide uh, some really, not only salient information, but some professional research that um, Chester Elton and his teammates have done. Uh, he is actually trying to get into the call uh, by calling my telephone number. So I am actually trying to get him to use our call-in for the radio show and hopefully help you with us momentarily. Hey, Kathy, but, I'm, uh, I'm sending him the number right now, so we should be good. Yeah, me too. Both of us have sent it. So, you know, while we're waiting for Chester to get on the call, I just want to make sure that everybody on the show recognizes that um, my dear friend and colleague of 13 years, uh, Relly Nadler, uh, who's our co-host here, is an amazing person. And if I can just share some highlights of, of Relly's background uh, with our friends, I think that would be helpful. Obviously, Relly, you have um, you've been an amazing coach and presenter. Uh, you're a master level certified executive coach, which is uh, extraordinary. Most people don't have that credential. You are a psychologist and a corporate leadership and team trainer. And of course, you share your legendary expertise in emotional intelligence uh, with many through several books. You've authored six of them, including Physician Burnout. But I think the book that most people recognize uh, and have at their bedside, if I may say, is your top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence. And I know you also offer a free IAP, uh, as do I, and your IAP is called Leadership Keys, and folks can go onto the iTunes website and download it. It's all free. And let's see, I think I think that's pretty good for right now. I'd okay. like to hey, try to thanks. get started, right? Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Kath. And I'll just say a couple quick words about Kathy, you know, so Kathy is, is a, uh, you know, phenomenal consultant and has started, you know, three or four consulting companies. She is an author, a uh, executive coach. She has been a senior partner at some of the bigger consulting companies, you know, in, in the world and really brings her, you know, knowledge around happiness and has a, a series of books on happiness. Uh, and also one of her newest books um, is dealing with uh, the military and uh, special operations and um, fearless living is where she is uh, as a TV show. Uh, and also she has her, her book, that she uh, is able to deal with, her, with folks, bringing out a lot of her tools and information and fearless leaders, sharpen your focus, 
is available on Amazon, so you should be able to get a hold of that. You can get a hold of Kathy at www.drkathygreenberg.com. So, Kathy, why don't we jump into this? We'll see if you have... Yeah, I was going to say, why don't we go ahead and talk a little bit about our guest today, uh, Chester Elton. Um, What I find interesting about Chester is uh, he and his co-author, Adrian Gosling, they created a book that I think a lot of people are familiar with, The Carrot Principle. And um, what they found was quite enlightening because, you know, people have talked about gratitude for so long, but being able to measure it is so important. And many, many people have tried to do that. However, in this particular book, they take the misapplied and misunderstood skills in business that are essential to making any business work, and that's gratitude. And so today they're going to solve the mystery of this gratitude gap. They're going to share insights, or I should say Chester is going to share insights from their book. And um, I'm very excited to learn more about the practices. Well, I think while we're waiting to get on the line, we'll... uh, Hopefully, be able to go to a quick break. Uh, We'll be bringing on Chester Elton, talking about leading with gratitude, eight leadership practices. Back, don't go away. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Quiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Business news and discussions are always changing. In order to stay ahead of the game, sometimes you need to be a follower. You can follow the Voice America Business Channel on Twitter at VoiceAMBusiness. Again, that's at VoiceAMBusiness. And stay current. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Be sure to like the Voice America Business Channel on Facebook. You'll find out about up-to-the-minute business happenings and get ideas from entrepreneurs and business professionals. Search Voice America Business or click the like button under the player and stay ahead of the curve. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're really excited to bring on Chester Elton, his new book with his co-author, Adrian Gostick, uh, Leading with Gratitude just came out. So hot off the press. You can get it at Amazon and any other place. And we're really excited. Uh, Chester, so welcome. Thank you very much. Delighted to be on your show. Thanks for having me. And uh, so we were just talking during the break. You're back kind of right in the middle of everything with, with the COVID-19. Um, so one of the things that Kathy and I both always want to zero in on is just some of the key emotions that people are having, uh, especially now with the pandemic and, you know, us being experts around emotional intelligence and coaching. What do you notice, you know, going on now? You're right in the middle of the Epic Center. We are. We live in Summit, New Jersey, just across the river from New York City. And, of course, I have many uh, dear friends in New York and and relatives as well. And I think, you know, um, Governor Cuomo has done really a good job in upping his communication he jumped on this, I think, as, as quickly as, as anybody did in locking down the bars and restaurants, t- telling people to shelter in place, uh, trying to get as m- much supplies to the hospitals and so on. And then the unique thing for us is my daughter-in-law actually works at Overlook Hospital here in Summit. And so wow. she gives us regular updates. She's a labor uh-huh. and delivery nurse. And you can imagine giving birth in the middle of a pandemic, how stressful that you know, would be. Yeah. As well as she says, look, you know, we, we, we go down to the uh, to the IR and everything, and 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 the, and the people there really are exhausted. So, all these things you're seeing about people clapping and honking their horns, and we've got these little rainbow signs in our neighborhood thanking the healthcare workers. Really, we cannot thank them enough because not only are they pulling double and triple shifts and are they exhausted, yeah. they're literally putting their health on the line to keep us safe. They're they're really their work is is heroic in every sense and definition of that word. You know, uh, both Kathy and I have kind of worked in healthcare and, and work with physicians. Um, you know, one of the things I have a book a co-author around physician burnout, and you, what you're saying, Chester, is so true. The, these folks are the top one percent uh, of uh, intelligence, but really compassion, and and just that I have so much respect. You know, for them, and then now, now everybody is, is seeing it. I mean, it's always been that way, but with the pandemic, now it's becoming uh, in the you know front row, and we're all seeing it. So, well, and to your point, you know th- that emotional stress, really. I mean, literally in New York now, hundreds of people are dying every day, and the emotional toll that that has to take on you is is, is extraordinary. And you know, they've let us know that this week and next week are going to be the worst. Of weeks, so this is a time where people really need to hunker down, 
be really careful. Make sure they've got their social distancing. And thank you for your good work with doctors and physicians. They, they, they need every bit of help they can get right now. So thank yeah. you. Well, I, I think, you know, one of a, I have a partner who's an uh, emergency room uh, physician, and there's really, a, you know, two, two crises. You've got the pandemic, but then you've got burnout on top of it. I mean, they were already burnout. Fifty percent of, of physicians right. were burnout, and, and that was before the pandemic. So um, just those folks, yeah, we can't say enough about that, especially if we're talking about gratitude in general. So say a little bit about, you know, this book. We actually had... Uh, your co-author, uh, Adrian, on years ago around the carrot principle. And so maybe say a little bit about what you guys do and maybe some of the research, and then we'll get into, you know, talking about gratitude, especially now, uh, you know, as we want to dial up the gratitude like we're already doing. Oh, absolutely. And, and we love the carrot principle. In fact, orange is our favorite color. <laughs> you know, carrots are orange and I only have orange socks if you ever meet me in person. And, and we love that book because it really did bring to fore, you know, the power of recognition in, in the workplace. Well, leading with gratitude really is kind of the carrot principle 2.0. It's that next level of what you would call emotional engagement. You know, we, we wrote a, lot, a series of carrot books, and then we very quickly migrated to culture. Wrote a wonderful yeah. book called All In, How the Best Leaders Create a Culture of Belief that drives big results and was also a New York Times bestseller. And as we, as we broke down culture, of course, recognition and gratitude were key elements. And, and, and we took a d- deep dive on teams with a book called The Best Team Wins. And, and we even developed our own assessment, a motivators assessment, to find out what are the key motivators of people on your team at work. Well, the natural progression for us was, you know, the culture starts with the leader. The way the leader acts, you know, she gives everyone else permission to act the same way. And as we started to take a deeper dive into appreciation and recognition, we landed on gratitude, that that was the emotional connection. And we were able to take a look at some of these remarkable leaders that we've, we've come to know and love. You know, Kent Taylor, who's the founder of, of Texas Roadhouse Restaurants, is doing a remarkable job keeping people engaged and employed. You know, with 70,000 employees, they have yet to lay off one employee, and that's a restaurant. And by the way, wow. restaurants are closed, <laughs> right? They're doing, they're doing curbside. All the things he's doing to keep his employees engaged. Alan Mullally that, you know, saved the Ford Motor Company. Um, one of my favorites is Gary Ridge, who is the CEO of WD-40. I know you have a can, really. I know you do. Everybody does. Yep. And how he led his company through the last recession and doing it again here at Ken Chenault at American Express. The list goes on. And it was really interesting as you looked at the tremendous growth that these companies went through. Their, their primary focus was on their people. Alan Mulally, love them up. It's all about your people. Love them up. You know, Gary Rich, it's all about we're a tribe. And a tribe cheers for each other. We defend each other. We, you know, we look out for each other. And then, you know, Ken Chenault at American Express, he said, look, you know, especially in hard times, you've got to amp up your gratitude. By pulling right. back gratitude in a crisis, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So really a lot of affirmations, not just good stories. You know, stock yeah. market price going up, profitability going up, engagement going up, and on and on. So thanks for asking. That's, that's the long answer to your short question. <laughs> so, Chester, I just want to ask you, what, what was one of the most surprising myths that, uh, that you came across uh, when, you know, you were doing this research, something that really surprised you? You know, it's such an, it's such an insightful question, uh, Kathy, because, you know, we do debunk these seven myths that we found were the most common is that leaders, the excuses leaders gave for not leading with more gratitude. I think the one that really shocked me was that fear was the best motivator. You know, I thought we'd kind of progressed past that. And yet, uh, and, and I think you'll find this interesting, Kathy, that a lot of the leaders that were defined by the people that worked for them as leaders that led with fear didn't realize they were leading with fear. They said, oh, I'm just being very honest and open and candid. Isn't that, isn't that a good thing? You know, at the same time, scaring the crap out of everybody, right, because their open, honest, and, and candid way of leading was uh, give everybody uh, an enormous amount of bad news every day and threaten their jobs. 
so I think of the myth, that one was the most surprising. Uh, what do you think, Kathy? Well, you know, as I looked across many of the organizations that you uh, that you shared, and I've I've actually had the pleasure of working for some of them, we we are um, extraordinary human beings, and our brains are hardwired for hard times. So many leaders right. will go to a survival uh, survival, if you will, behavior, and so that's where gratitude falls off the chart. So. Uh, Congratulations for you know helping us all get that back onto the radar because it's so important. Well, and it is, and I'll tell you, it, it's not just anecdotal, right? We did some really interesting research around this, and we asked employees, when you're fearful in your job, like your job is on the line, will you work harder? 37% said yes. We said, when you've yeah. got a micromanager, somebody who's really super demanding, will you work harder? And 38% said yes. Here's the number that I love the most, though. It said, if your leader was, was to express gratitude and appreciation for your work on a more regular basis, how much more likely are you to work harder for them? 83% said yes. So, you know, again, I, I look at your model, Kathy, about, you know, happiness and profit. And, you know, when you are fearing for your job and you've got a micromanager, happiness isn't part of the equation, right? At least rarely so. When you feel like, you know, we define a culture of gratitude is that a place where I believe what I do matters, I make a difference, and when I do, someone said thank you. Someone celebrated that effort. It's a very simple formula. You think common sense, right? And we always say common sense uncommonly practiced. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Chester, with all this, say a little bit more about, I am curious just about the research, because I think I saw in, in this that it was over a 200,000-person study. Um, so say a little bit more about that, you know, because both Kathy and I are very evidence-based, and then we'll, we'll pass on, you know, some of your other tips. Sure, sure. You know, really interesting, uh, when we wrote All In, that was over 200,000 engagement surveys. And what we did is we had a, a database of 8 million engagement surveys, took the highest-performing companies, out of Willis Towers Watson's database and looked at the attributes of those companies. Our database now that we've built up since we wrote uh, all in is just over a million engagement surveys, a very rich, you know, database to mine. We also have our own motivators assessment that determines what are your key motivators in the workplace. And we have about 75,000 people that have taken that as well. And by the way, uh, during the, the COVID-19, if you go to our website, thecultureworks.com, we're actually giving those assessments away. So you can, you can just, you know, request an assessment. We'll send it to you. We've even offered it up if you want it for your teams or your company so that you can do a little bit of, you know, um, investment in your team, investment in your leadership. So I'd encourage people to go there. We've, we've given away thousands and thousands of assessments, and we're eager to give away even more because we really do believe it will help you develop better teams. So our database is very rich, just over a million engagement surveys and uh, over 75,000 motivators assessments. And so, you know, so Chester, our listeners here, cultureworks.com, they can go grab that. Right, the cultureworks.com. Again, real simple. And then we na- we, sorry, we named the Cult- company that because, you know, and Kathy, I think you'll agree that when your culture works, everything else works, <laughs> right? So we right. called it the cultureworks.com. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you're giving us for people to get this particular uh, where he mentioned that it's called cultureworks.com well it's thecultureworks.com well, yeah well we're going to come right back Chester so don't go away we want to hear a lot more about essential skills for leaders based on your work on gratitude we'll be right back everyone you're listening to Leadership Development News when it comes to business you'll find the experts here Voice America Business Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Um, we are talking with Chester Elton, the new book, Leading with Gratitude. And, uh, Chester, we want to ask you about one of the things you have about uh, socializing recognition with gratitude. You know, uh, say a little bit about that, but then can you also repeat the website for those free surveys? Sure. It's thecultureworks.com. It's the okay. first thing that pops up. Just click on it and get your uh, your free assessment. And, you know, this concept of socializing your recognition or socializing gratitude, I think is so important. You know, often as leaders, we think, well, it's all top down. You know, I've got to see everything. Uh, we couldn't be further from the truth. Clearly, we need to set the tone and establish the culture. After that, really uh, extraordinary leaders are the ones that say, hey, let's, let's recognize each other. Let's cross-pollinate. Let's socialize this. I love leaders that, you know, will start a team meeting, whether it's in person or now on Zoom, and they'll start it off by saying, hey, what are three or four things we're doing really well, you know, that, that we've done really well this week? And then ending the meeting by saying, hey, is there anybody that wants to give a shout-out to anybody else on the team or maybe somebody from another department that's really been helpful, you know, during this work-from-home sheltering you know, COVID crisis. So they, 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 they spread it out. They socialize it. They let everybody get involved. And, you know, a culture really is everybody. It's not just the leaders, clearly. When everybody buys in uh, to a culture of gratitude, that's when you really see extraordinary things happen. So thanks for asking. So, Chester, when you um, looked at uh, gratitude and the way people are using it, it makes a lot of sense. But there are some people, and we've all come across them in our work, uh, that don't get gratitude, uh, meaning they don't just understand the mindset of gratitude. And I've had people that I've worked with in major companies, uh, CEOs, and I've said, that was, that was a great meeting, or you did a great job in there, and give them specific details of what they did. And they're, you know, they're passionate and they're helpful to anybody who wants support but they will not recognize their own goodness. And they'll often say, well, I'm just doing my job, right? So how, how, right. how have you perhaps yeah, come up against that uh, with folks? Because what I explain to them is, you know, optimism reduces stress. Uh, and when you reduce stress, you're creating a better work environment for everybody. So maybe you could talk a little bit about how you've dealt with that. You know, a really, really, really uh, smart and insightful observation, you know, that leaders say, look, I'm just doing my job. and I'm willing to help. I don't need any help. And we have a couple of what we call triggers to help leaders with that. One is, is to keep a gratitude journal. And just at the end of the day, write down three to five things for which you're grateful for. Maybe it was a good meeting or a good, a good coaching session you had. It could be as simple as a good meal or connecting with an old friend or or the sun is out today. Wonderful studies done by the University of California on gratitude journals, that it does reduce stress. And particularly when you do it at the end of the day, uh, deeper sleep, you know, lower blood pressure, a very simple practice. My wife and I have a a simple practice at the end of the day. No matter where I am, we, we, we finish the day with a phone call or Zoom or whatever and say, what are three things you're grateful for? And we have that conversation as a couple. It's just a lovely way to end the day. Secondly is I love leaders that do serve and reach out. I love the mindset though of leaders that let people serve them. And here's how I coach it up. As they say, look, when someone asks you for help and you give them your help, how does that make you feel? I think, oh, I feel great. I feel like I've really contributed, particularly in our personal lives. You know, a friend that's going through a tough time or a child that's struggling, you really feel good about offering your help and being of service. And say, great, why would you deny someone else that same joy? Let people serve you. 
Let people compliment you. And don't ever say, oh, no, 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 I'm just doing my job. When you get a compliment, there's, there are only two words that are appropriate to say, and it's thank you. It's thank you. So, you know, between the gratitude journals, the mental shift of giving people that good feeling, letting them serve you, and just, just saying thank you for the compliment or three triggers I've used. What, what have you guys done? I, I'm, I'm always eager to learn more triggers, more ideas. You know, I think one of the things that Kathy and I talk about a lot when we're working with executives, you want to say thank you and you want to give gratitude, uh, you know, especially now like we're talking about with COVID-19, but to use the word because. And that word because, well, what, what is it exactly? And this is where you give specific feedback about what their behavior was so that, one, it's transparent, two, that they can, they can do it again. Because a lot of times, I think, as, you're, as we're saying, Chester, people will say, oh, thanks, you, you guys are doing great, because you worked really hard <laughs> at this. I saw you sharing information uh-huh. with a team member. Right. Uh, you came to me early on when you weren't clear about something. The more specific it can be, what, one, it grounds it, 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 and two, then it gives them something to repeat. So that's something that we found that's helpful. You know, I love that. We, we coach yes and. And, and I, I love this. Yes, and because, <laughs> you know, we stole yeah. it from a second city from the comedians, you know, when they're doing their spontaneous routine, you know, yeah. somebody will start a story and they'll throw it to the next comedian. And the first thing they say is yes, and as yeah. opposed to what a lot of executives say is no, but. So we exactly. say get rid of no, but substitute yes, and I'm going to add because I think that's a great addition. Yes, and because you've done it so well. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> So, Thank you, Chester. When you're in these, yeah, when you're in these places uh, of uh, support and enabling other people to to be the best they can, um, what I just, you know, we're doing this book, Emotional Brilliance: Living a Stressless, Fearless Life, and uh, Riley and I are very interested in asking some questions uh, to all of our uh, featured guests, and one of them is, what what would you say is your go-to emotion? Uh, you're obviously very upbeat. And, you know, you're very sincere. Uh, but what would you say is your go-to emotion? Well, you know, uh, my go-to emotion really is, is happiness. And, and it, I, I get that from my father. You know, John Dalton, Elton, better known as Dalt, was just the happiest guy I had ever met. And I have four older brothers. And, and the one thing he taught us uh, very, you know, very intentionally is that happiness is a choice. So he'd say, you know what, Chess, happiness is a choice. Choose to be happy. You know, every day choose to be happy. And, you know, as we wrote Leaving with Gratitude, that really kind of morphed into assume positive intent about people. You know, yeah. uh, Hubert Jolie, the guy, the guy who turned around Best Buy, you know, from a billion-dollar deficit to a billion-dollar surplus, he said, look, I may be naive. I just think that people come to work wanting to do a good job, and in trying to do a good job, they make mistakes, and that's okay. Let's assume positive intent as opposed to negative intent. And I think the way my father would translate that is choose to be happy. Choose to think the best of people. And 999 times out of 1,000, you're going to be right. Yeah, there is that one person who, you know, maybe gets up in the morning and sets a goal that they want to screw up five times before lunch. I think they're rare. You know, I really do. And I think when you assume that positive intent and you choose to be happy, you create a culture where, you know, Amy Edmondson at the Harvard School of Business would say, there's, you know, there's psychological safety. And I think mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people are looking for at work, a place that's safe, that's safe to make mistakes. It's safe to innovate. It's safe to express your opinion without feeling that you'll be made fun of or ridiculed or, or demonized. And so my go-to emotion really is choose to be happy. In fact, I have a list of goals I try to do every day. Number one is choose to be happy today. <laughs> and you know what? So far, so good. So, so, Chester, yeah, this we, is a great year. I was <laughs> just going to say, when um, when he was talking a uh, moment early there about Amy Edmonds, yes, we've had Amy on the show, and I've worked with Amy um, actually at Walmart, and she definitely helps people understand uh, safety and not only acknowledging what you choose to be, but helping others acknowledge that as well, and that safety factor is so important, and we overlook that, which is something that um, I know Relly and I are very interested in terters of common emotions. So we're going to turn it back to you for a second. 
So one of the things that I think, especially given our our days now, uh, we talked about, you know, we're, we've all worked with Marshall Goldsmith. He has a book called Triggers. And so that kind of idea, like, in the, give us an idea of in the morning, you know, what's kind of your ritual? It's kind of the, it's expanding on the kind of the go-to. How do you kind of program, prepare yourself in spite of everything that's going on to be, to be your best? You mentioned a couple things, but I'd love to hear that. Sure, sure. I think there's two things, particularly when, you know, the world is upside down. Uh, two words that I go to are you have to be intentional and you have to be disciplined. And so I, I, I keep a written diary, uh, not because I need to. I, I like it. I, I like putting pen to paper. And so I'm a little old school that way. I write down seven things that I want to get done every morning. And that gets me out of bed. I, I, I say my prayers. I take my vitamins. I take a protein shake. I do a little exercise. I write in my journal. I read my scriptures. And I write down three to five things that I'm grateful for. And it's really interesting, even if my whole day goes haywire, as long as I've got a check next to those seven, I go, ah, not a bad day. <laughs> right? So those seven it. things get me, out, get me out of bed. I'm very intentional about it. I'm very disciplined about it. The other thing is, is if I don't check all seven boxes, I've given myself permission to forgive myself. Right? Uh, nobody, nobody died right? because I didn't you know, take my vitamins. I may die later because I didn't take my vitamins. The point is, is, you know, I didn't cause any undue harm to anyone. And so I like those seven triggers, and they work well for me. What are yours, really? So mine typically um, are doing a kind of a quiet meditation, you know, in the morning. Um, That always is very, very grounding. You know, I've been doing it for a long time, and that really helps me get going. And then I think what's nice about that for people who do do that, any kind of mindfulness, your your brain is very receptive. And then at the end of that, the last minute or two, when the brain is really receptive, really being able to say, okay, kind of like you're saying, how do I want to be today? What do I want to do? What's the what's the person I want to move forward? So one, getting the brain very receptive and, and kind of quiet. And then two, it is kind of that uh, uploading the kind of the goals or the being part versus the doing part. You know, how do I want to be today? And so that's always really important. And if I don't do it, you know, then I feel like I've kind of missed something. I love that. So it's I your just, brain quiet. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's so important, uh, as Chester, to to acknowledge what it is you do first thing in the morning. One of the things that concerns me about so many people that I know, and I'm sure both of you do as well, is, as I said, the brain is hardwired for hard times, and the first thing they go to is their cell phone, and they start looking at the news. And they don't give themselves a chance to even get out of bed. And I often tell people, just like you do, uh, Chester, find an intentional reason to be doing what you're doing. And if you're not, you're going to have a really hard time ever feeling successful, ever feeling optimistic, or ever feeling grateful because you're constantly pouring that, if you will, poison into your body. And we don't realize that we're hurting ourselves because we're triggering so many negative emotions just by having that information come in through the optic nerve. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come right back, Chester. Don't go away. We can't wait to learn more. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching 
books and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL, or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle. The Voice America interactive radio player powered by Aircast gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for your iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking about leading with uh, gratitude. You can get this at Amazon and any places where you, you know, get your books. And so, Chester, one of the things we wanted to talk about is, and I just wanted to get this from you, just some of the research on gratitude, you know, a lot of that is that we, once you look at gratitude, you see more things that you can have about gratitude. And I know Robert Emmons uh, has this stat, and I just want to see if this is accurate to you, that people who live with more gratitude live longer, and I think I remember reading about seven years longer. So I just want to kind of validate that, you know, if that's something that you've, you've come across in your research. Well, yes, I agree 100%, and, and it makes sense, right? Because when you put gratitude at the center of everything you do, uh, your blood pressure goes down, your stress levels go down, and clearly that makes for not just a longer life, I think for a much richer life. Mm. And, you know, we, we, we've got a saying that, you know, gratitude attracts gratitude. You know, uh, positive people and grateful people, they, they, they tend to surround themselves with other positive and grateful people. You know, we, we, we quote Brene Brown, who's a wonderful author, and she says, you know, we, we, it's, not, it's not joy that makes us grateful. It's gratitude that makes us joyful. And I think that's, that's you know, is it the chicken or the egg? Well, it's gratitude. You start with gratitude. And that's why, you know, when people say, well, you know, I, I, there's just so much bad things going on and hard to stay positive. Well, start, you know, baby steps. Start writing down three things you're grateful for every day. Call a friend that you're grateful for. I have a, a friend, uh, Dave Kirpin, in, in New York. He says, look, when I'm having a tough day, one of my go-to practices is I take a two-minute break. Two minutes. He says, I set the timer on my phone, I go to the notes section, and I start just typing in the names of all the people that are important to me, all the people that I love. And he said, you know what? After two minutes, I feel a lot better. Do you think he's going to live a little longer? I guarantee it. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, really, to the point you were just making, I'd love to hear... Chester talk a little bit about how, um, you know, where he is uh, going with this beautiful 
uh, book and, and the intentions around um, leading with gratitude. So, Chester, maybe you can talk a little bit about the things that have the most meaning to you with the time we have left. Well, sure. You know, we, we've got a wonderful training practice where you can certify to be a teacher of leading with gratitude. And, and one, of, one of the places I really hope this goes is it just doesn't stop in the workplace. You know, uh, the statistics are very uh, shocking even that if you're happy and engaged at work, you're 150% more likely to be happy and engaged at home. And we were, it was very gratifying to us that, that all these great leaders that we studied, they all, they all took it home. And, and we know that. We've lived long enough that when you're miserable at work, you're miserable at home. What we also discovered that was kind of interesting is there were a lot of leaders that gave so much at work that they ended up leaving their best selves at work, which is a shame. You know, you should take all that good energy to the people that mean the most to you. And so we wrapped up the book, actually, with what we call a baker's dozen, 13 wonderful best practices on how to take gratitude to your families and to your, and to your homes. Would, would you like to hear a couple? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's Love hear some of <laughs> Well, again, my, my friend Dave Kirpin, he's a great soundbite guy, by the way. You should give him a call. Uh, he said, you know, the way we took gratitude home with two kids, you know, and we'd have dinner at home. This is before the virus. Now you, everybody's having dinner, you know, together. He said, and we, we, we would ask the same questions. You know, how was school? Fine. What did you learn? Nothing. <laughs> right? We've all had that conversation. And he said, we changed it to three questions. Tell us about the best part of your day. Tell us about who you're grateful for that's not at the table. And lastly, tell us something about who you're grateful for who's at the table who hasn't been thanked yet. And he said, you know, at first the kids were like, ah, dad, you know. He says, I knew it really caught on when they would bring a friend to dinner and they'd say, hey, you got to answer three questions at dinner. Now, don't embarrass me, okay? Have some good answers. What's the best part of your day? Who are you grateful for at the table? And he said, you know what? It just transformed our whole, our whole dinner conversation. Isn't that a lovely practice? That's beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, so tell us, you know, know. what else is, is in the uh, baker's dozen? Because especially, like, I think what you're saying is so true. Um, Kathy and I talk about, you know, this is the time. This is like the leadership Super Bowl. You know, that this is a time we want everybody, you know, this is when we're really needed. We're always needed, but now we're really needed. And so what are some of the kind of the key, other key practices that they, at work, but also at home, to be their best leader? Well, you're absolutely right. You know, great leaders are forged in hard times, not good times, right? Like Alan Mulally stepping up when Ford Motor Company was about to go bankrupt. Here was another wonderful best practice they took home. Teach your kids to embrace hard times. But that's where you really stretch, and that's where you really learn. That's where great leaders are made. You know, stop asking, why me? And start asking, what can I learn? How can I transform myself? How can I disrupt myself? Those are the questions you want to start asking. Tell your kids that, look, they can do hard things, and nevermore is there a better time to do hard things. They also said, we taught our kids to serve. Teach your kids to serve. You know, to get out. Find out who in the neighborhood needs help. You know, who needs maybe some food delivered or maybe their, their lawns taken care of. And, you know, keeping in mind all the social distancing and all the best practices. Let's, uh, there are a lot of people out there that just need help right now. They're afraid to leave their homes. Give them a call. Be of service. So I love this idea of express gratitude at the dinner table. You know, embrace hard times and serve together. Three of the, of the baker's dozen that to me really stood out that I just really loved and embraced. So those are beautiful. Hello? I'll jump in there. I don't know if Kathy had a comment. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, those just, are really I'm great. taking it all in. Yeah, I'm just taking okay. it all in and writing down a couple of notes. And, you know, we only have a few more minutes left in, in, in the program, really. Uh, I'm really curious before we, we head off here. Uh, Chester, as you think about, um, just as I said before, you know, like what are some of the common emotions that you think uh, gratitude mm-hmm. resolves? Well, fear more than anything. It puts fear uh, aside. And you see, when you're expressing gratitude, especially in a crisis, don't leave any communication gaps. You know, fill, fill the void. Because when there's a void, you're right, we're wired to defend ourselves. We assume the worst. So we, we say, look, for leaders in a crisis, you've got to up your gratitude three, four, five times. Make sure that you're over-communicating. Fill the gap. 
because what happens when there's a lack of gratitude and there's a lack of communication, fear fills that void. And that's where you start to lose people. That's where panic sets in. Would you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Riley, do you would you like to ask yeah, any so, questions yeah. relative to uh, the book? Yeah. Yeah. So when you think about, you know, gratitude, um, and we talked about kind of the, the best ways to say it, you know, to say it, you know, um, what's your take on saying it, writing it? A lot of people, you know, you know, going to go old school and kind of get a card. I know you're, you're probably going to say it anyway, but, what, you know, what tips would you give people about gratitude in, in how to do it? Well, it's an excellent question. And when we, we talked about the eight best practices, one of the ones was know your team and personalize your gratitude. That's why we love our, our motivators assessment. When you know what, what people's key motivators are, when it comes time to reward and recognize them mm. to express gratitude, you can do it in a meaningful way. You know your team. For some people, it's, it's the big shout-out in front of the whole company. For other people, it's time off to spend with their families or a chance mm. to, to, to work for their, their NGO or nonprofit. So, you know, good leaders do it sometimes. The extraordinary leaders really are attuned to the people on their team and how to express it in a meaningful way. A handwritten note, a text, a phone call, a shout-out by the team. And, and, and that's where I think the extraordinary leaders excel. Because we are, you know, we're all unique, right? We all have different triggers and different motivators. And the good leaders know which ones those are. And that really does make sense, doesn't it? It does. Well, we've had a fascinating conversation today with you. This is uh, our time to say goodbye. But for those of you who are listening, Leading with Gratitude, a new book by Chester Elton and Adrian Gostick. Please go out, buy it, download it, and practice it. You've been listening to Leadership Development News. Thank you for tuning in to Tune Up. Relly, anything you'd like to say? Thank you, Chester. We have a lot of gratitude for you. And thanks for giving the specific tips. Um, We all need it. And I love what you said. It grows. So when you give gratitude, it grows. In others, you feel better. They feel better. So thank you. Well, continue to tune up. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Be grateful, be kind, and take it home. And don't forget to wash your hands. Appreciate being on the show. See you guys. (laughs) Thank you, Chester. Bye-bye. Bye, You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.